0: Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the madman. I hope you're doing well. I hope you haven't just been sitting inside playing with your belly button. Maybe you're a little sick of it. I don't know. But uh, I don't know about you, but I'm getting a little stir crazy, and if uh, some of these headlines lately aren't... Uh, proving it is that a lot of people are getting stir crazy going out to beaches and stuff like that it's like you can't keep good people down I guess (laughs) anyway so I want to talk a little bit about the freebies we're continuing to offer our content free behind the paywall uh, you know up front let's just let you see what we got here and uh, I don't know how long how much longer it's going to last I got the feeling that COVID-19 is probably going to be around for a long long time so uh, I I don't know I'm thinking maybe Cinco de Mayo maybe in my last free show not sure but uh, I hope you've been enjoying it, uh, such as it is. And uh, yeah, go over to Patreon.com/slash Shock Monkey Radio. Become a patron. It's like three bucks a month. It's like a cup of coffee. Mm, that's good. Yeah. So I don't know how much longer I'm going to go on with with the freebies. I, I feel like I need to uh, do more editing. You know, it's uh, getting real real complacent on Tuesdays. All of a sudden, you know, it used to be a a full day of work writing and, and uh, uh, preparing for the show. Uh, and then after the show to like uh, make clips and stuff like that. I, I just don't want to get to a lower work tempo, you know, get used to a lower work tempo because, uh, you know, sooner or later, it's got to get back to normal. And I got to start editing video again and putting more work into it. Don't want to get too lazy, you know? Okay. So, uh, yeah, I had uh, two different guns pointed at, at me last week. Uh, by the same guy within two minutes. Now, here's the thing: when it comes to gun safety, it's like uh, if you're showing somebody your firearms. A friend of mine got uh, picked up a couple a couple new firearms, new pistols, and he uh, wanted to show them to me. So he came up to me and he's like, uh, "You know, Karen normally say you know, pointed down, and then he wanted to show it to me, and then he showed it to me by turning it sideways, pointing the barrel at me, and I'm like, like hey I move out of the way.' <laughs> and then I, I looked at it, I was like yeah nice pistol.'" Then he goes and gets the other one. It comes up, does the same thing again. Turns the pit point. It's like, quit pointing guns at me. (laughs) It's the second time in two minutes. Son of a bitch. So uh, I I used to, it's what they call a training moment. You know, yelled at him a little bit. It's like, that's not how you handle firearms. And uh, man, it just, it worries me because the kid's younger than me. You know, he's, you know, it it makes me worried, (laughs) you know, yeah, there should be more training classes about how to handle a firearm. I mean, I've made mistakes and gotten yelled at for it. And I was in the Navy, and I never touched a firearm for the Navy. You got to teach. You got to. You got to tell people what you know. I went shooting one time with this guy. Got a had a misfired round in a revolver, and the the bullet didn't go off. And he looked down the barrel. It's like, oh my god, dude got to tell your friends these stories so they know about gun safety. Jeez, misfired around, pointed it straight at your head. What are you doing? What are you doing? Anyway, so uh, I mentioned I was in the Navy before and I only got one medal when I was in the Navy. I saw this guy in uniform not too long ago. And yeah, he had his medals on him. It's like none, none of them are familiar because I only got one and it was the good conduct medal. And uh, the, joke, the joke I wrote in response to into, onto this topic is, I'm, I'm proud of those units, proud of every one of those units from the get them to the Greek movie reference. Uh, and it was just one little medal sat there on my chest. And, you know, I didn't have to get the big rack and cut it and, you know, put the medals, make sure I got them in the right order so I don't get yelled at for that. and uh, uh, But I only had the one. And it was a good conduct medal, and I'm proud of having that medal because I was a little bit of a a, a little bit of a troublemaker. I wasn't the kind of guy who gets their good conduct uh, medal taken away from them, uh, and that's the kind of guy. Usually, it's like you have to commit crimes, you know, theft, robbery, you know, uh, you know throwing throwing a punch at your superior officer, something like that, to get to a good conduct medal uh, taken away from. Them. But uh, wise asses and smart asses, whichever one, because I was called both, uh, they can get away. From, away with it uh most of the time you know if you're if you're you know clever about it like my you know i was uh my lieutenant wanted me to help the admiral uh fix his printer so i went down to the flag row fixed the admiral's printer it was a simple problem no problem uh but i come out come out of flag row and uh my, i run into my lieutenant and she's she says uh, uh did you get the admiral's printer fixed it's like yeah the printer was no problem but he was a whole different matter altogether she's like why what happened well, he says uh, he gets some, uh, some Lysol and on a rag. He's like sprays Lysol on the rag, starts wiping down everything I touched. And he's, like, I don't like dirty enlisted hands all over my stuff. And I was like, that's very rude, sir. And he goes, get out of my office, you enlisted scum. And he shoved me, and then I shoved him back, Lieutenant. And then you know it didn't get prettier after that, you know. And so he, he's in there bleeding pretty badly. <laughs> we have to take him down to medical. <laughs> And you can see this on this fate, her face, you know, just her mouth grew wider and wider and her body just tensed up more and more. <laughs> just like, it's like, how can you possibly believe this story? Like I'm the lone wolf. I know I'm a smart ass, but you think I'm going to like throw hands at an admiral? <laughs> throw hands at a future joint chiefs of staff. <laughs> Get out of town but I was that kind of smart ass. And so I guess I got away with it too, but uh, too much. And I, so I got the good conduct medal and I'm kind of proud of that because I did, did, I did do some, some dissenting things when I was in the Navy, i had a uh, anti-Navy website, F F F the or something. I had it uh, where I wrote essays about why the Navy sucks and so forth. And uh, you know, i got talked to about that kind of stuff. So I, I, I'm proud of those units. I'm proud of each and every, every one of those units. So I was thinking about Back to the Future 2. I, I hadn't seen it in a while. I was just thinking about Back to the Future 2. And I was thinking about at, in uh, after Griff and his gang, when they're chasing Marty, you know, in the hoverboard chase scene. Um, when they're chasing Marty and they crashed into Hill Valley uh, Town Center or Courthouse, whatever it's called, uh, the Hill Valley uh, Courthouse, when was this supposed to supposed to happen? 2015. It was supposed to happen five years ago. But after that, uh, do you think that like Hill Valley, California, passed an ordinance like uh, banning powered hoverboards after that? Uh, That's a possibility. I mean, think about the way we live here in 2020, you know, even, even five years ago, people would say that, you know, there may be an ordinance in Hill Valley saying, Hey, no more powered hoverboards, you know? because it caused serious damage to property. And yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense to me to ban uh, uh, those powered hoverboards like a pit bull. Now, here's the thing about the pit bull as well. You know, why did the girl get to keep the, why the little girl get to keep the pit bull? There should have been some officer up there. Some, one of those woman officers should have noticed that a girl was stealing evidence. Isn't that pit bull evidence for the trial that's coming up against Griffin and his gang? Think about it. The judicial system must be a travesty in Hill Valley, California. See, I don't know if it's all over the country, but it seems like all the, all the cops are women. And I watched like a live PD episode like two weeks ago. There were one teenage boy uh, uh, fought off two trained female officers. It's ridiculous to have all cops being women. That's silly. Have you seen how big Joe Rogan is? <laughs> you would need Ronda Rousey to back you up and you, it still wouldn't be certain. What if Joe Rogan goes crazy in Hill Valley, California? Here's another thing. You know, how ridiculous is that bat that, that Griff had that extendable bat? You know, we have better technology than that already. You know, we had it years ago that extendable baton that's way better at the slow. Their 2015 sucks, and so um, what was the other thing I want to mention? Oh, the the uh, McFly you bojo guy, uh, he had like a soundboard built into his vest. I think I, he had to pull a string or something, hit a button. It's like pulling the string, man. What? <laughs> That's ridiculous, even for 2015. <laughs> man, oh, I got a notification that we're live. That's good. That's good news. Only ten minutes in or so. But, you know, EK, we could build something like that. We could build a vest with a soundboard built into it and, you know, bring the future to life, bring the past, to the past of the future to life. Anyway, Back to the Future 2 is a very confusing movie for many reasons. And these are just a few more examples of why it's confusing. I had a few memories get knocked loose the other day when I was drinking quite heavily. And I want to tell you about some a uh, couple of times that I was accidentally funny. And, uh, it's been all based based upon my uh, naivete, 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 I think. Let's go with naivete. So I want to tell you about the first time I saw weed. I had never seen weed before, and I was at a party. I was young. This was before I was in the Navy. And uh I'm at, I'm at this party. I got a beer going around and meeting people. My friends introducing me to people and so forth. I walk into this kitchen and there's just three guys sitting around this little uh, tiny kitchen table. And uh, we go, go, I'll go introduce you to these guys. And we walked over this table. And as we walk over this table, I see something on the table, which I know now is a, what they call a nugget of marijuana or a, a bud as they might say. And so it's sitting there on the table, but I'd never seen marijuana before. And so, I uh, I asked the guy in my brain who works in the file, file department. And he's like, Hey dude, what the fuck is that? So he runs in the back he starts searching through some files. He comes back. My friend is introducing me to all these guys. The whole time I'm just staring at this, uh, this thing, this thing. I, I don't know what it is just yet. Cause I've never, I've never seen anything like it before. Then my brain comes back with a file. Here it is, sir. So I look, I'll read over the file. And I'm like, okay, all right. I know what it is now. And so, uh, my friend's introducing these guys, uh, Scott, this is long Wang. this is hung well, and this is, uh, uh, enormous genitals. And, uh, and they're like, Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? And I'm just staring at this, uh, thing on the, on the table. And I said, where's the cat. And they're like, what cat? And I said, the cat that shit on the table. And they all looked down at the, uh, the marijuana bud and start laughing their heads off, and I have no idea why, because I'm pretty sure that the guy in my brain is trustworthy, and that's a cat turd sitting on the table. So, they're laughing. I have no idea why it's what's so funny. They stop. Their, it subsides. They have their little guffaw, and they, it subsides, and they say, oh, you're funny, man. I'm just, what? And the guy closest to the cat turd leans, leans forward and reaches for it, and, like, puts his, fi- like, to put his fingers on it. And i go, you know? And he they see me do this, and it's like, You you really think this is a cat turd, bro? And he breaks up a little bit and like puts it on the table. It's like it's weed, bro. And they're all start laughing again. And I was, and I was like, Oh man. it's like, oh, 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 what do you think? We're sitting here playing spin the cat turd. It's like, I don't know what you guys get up to. I just met you. Who names their kid enormous genitals? What did miss what did what did Mr. and Mrs. genitals come up with to ensure that your, their son didn't get their ass kicked at school or the wangs, you know, same with the wangs and the wells. Those aren't, those aren't good names for your kid. Uh, yeah. So I was accidentally funny at that time, but it was nothing compared to the first time I saw a vagina. Now, uh, brace for this one might get a little dirty. Uh, so it was like a weekend. It was like a Saturday. And I go and meet up with, like, I have, like three friends hanging out in this uh, one place. I go up and ring the doorbell. Parents say, like, hey, how you doing? They're all upstairs in his room hanging out. I was like, oh, okay, I'll go up there. So hi to his parents. We go up to the room. I go up to the room. I open the door, and the TV <clears throat> immediately flicks off. And everyone's looking over, all three of them looking over. Oh, it's just Scott. It's cool, man. It's cool. Close the door. So I close the door. They flip the TV back on now on the tv after as they flipped it back on was a a close-up shot of a vagina and it had a woman stimulating her vagina for some reason i don't know why they do that and so um as i'm looking at this activity on the television i'm confused at what i'm looking at so i go to the man in my brain and i say dude what the fuck is that and he goes he runs and gets a file comes back hands the file to me and i was like oh now it makes sense and so i said to my friends it's like it's so what is that? It's some hairy dude playing with his belly button? They immediately start riotous, riotous laughter, just busting up laughing, doubling over, just trying, to, just trying to get air in because there's just so much they're putting out. It's so bad they have to turn off the TV because they hear their parents coming up the stairs trying to investigate what the hell just happened. They come up, they knock on the door, very polite parents, open the door. And they're all, they're all just t- trying to keep it together. And I'm standing there clueless, not knowing what's so funny yet again. So parents is like, what's so funny? What's going on up here? And they're just like, all they could say is, God just said, he said the funniest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And, but his parents turned to me and said, so what was it? What was so funny? And then all of a sudden they turn on me. All three of my friends turn on me. They're like, no, 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 no. Don't tell them! Don't tell them! Don't tell them what you said. Whatever you do, don't tell them." And so I turned to his parents and said, I guess I got to keep it a secret. (laughs) Uh, Eventually the parents left and I was, I was, I was talking to those guys. It's like, why, What? That's so hilarious, man. That's the funniest thing I ever heard. It was like, well, what, what exactly was it? Why, what's so funny? Like, you don't know what that was? And they had to explain to me what it was. And I was just like, oh, oh, I guess I was just a sheltered kid, you know, 20s, 20s, kind of old to be seen in a vagina for the first time. So um, who would want to be a florist? Now, I'm going to piss off a very uh, specific set of people you know right before mother's day uh but who would want to be a florist i guess i i i drove by i, I drove by a, a florist the other day and i'm just like who who grows up saying i when i grow up i want to be a florist i don't think anybody does that i don't think anybody maybe some little girls you know a really i don't know some, maybe some guys a couple of gay guys maybe i don't know not trying to be stereotypical here, but let's be honest, you know who likes flowers, but I don't think that anybody really sets out to become a florist, and here's what I mean is like what do you really need to be have a florist? You need some starting capital, basically you need starting capital and know that people like roses, and that's probably what you're gonna be spelling uh uh selling most of is roses maybe some tulips here and there, a little bit of baby breath thrown in. Hell, I'm not a florist. I didn't go to school for any of this stuff. And I could tell you, it's like, that's probably a couple of the first things you're going to need. A couple coolers, freezers, maybe, you know, how much education do you really need to become a florist? You know, how, how many, how many botany classes do you need to flunk before you end up being a florist? I mean, <laughs> no offense, florist, but I, I, I think I have some beef with florists. After all, you're sitting there and you're talking about a bunch of dead flowers, a <clears throat> bunch of dead plants, all dying. And if you really love flowers, if you really love them, why would you want to deal with their corpses? Why would you want to peddle their corpses to people? That's P-E-D-D-L-E. <laughs> peddle. <laughs> anyway, so I, I distracted myself. So I don't think you need to go – is there, is there even classes at college, like Pollination 202? No, you don't need any of that to become a florist. If you love flowers, why are you dealing with all these corpses? It's almost like you're a serial killer, a serial killer of flowers, you know, just, you know, uh, corpses of them hanging all over your you. If you, were, if you were the kind of person that you had like a dozen dead puppies hanging on the wall, you know, saying things like, uh, "Yeah, I perfume them. <laughs> Just throw, keep throwing perfume on that." Doesn't, you know, they'll keep a lot longer if you perfume them yourself at home. You think you'd uh, you would look at that kind of person a little strangely, right? So what we're talking about, with florists, are like serial killers selling the dead corpses of living creatures. You want to argue that plants aren't living, or not the same as animals? Fine, fine, but then you have to acknowledge that there's a difference between humans and animals sick burn just red pilled you what I mean is that uh yeah you're you're weird c- serial killers, you know if you don't really need an education to be a florist, you know were you trying to be like a uh uh, what, like a paleobotanist or something like that, and you flunked a bunch of classes, you know, smoked too much weed in high school, too many cat turds in the old cigarettes. You take it, and then you flunked out, and it's like, fuck it, I can always be a florist. Got to pay back this college debt somehow. Because even if you got that degree, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? <laughs> Why couldn't you just be a gardener? You know, be a gardener if you like plants that much. Or, or what is, is mowing, is mowing grass too hard for you? I fucking knew it. I fucking knew you're a florist just because you're lazy. All right, I got six minutes. I got to tell the news worth knowing. So, uh, I'll do the stupid Tilda Swinton rant. I was really drunk when I wrote this bit. Um, how eager would you be as a straight man to fuck Tilda Swinton? Now here's the thing, is like I think that every straight dude would probably reluctantly and pensively or grudgingly accept to having sex with Tilda Swinton. Now look, yeah, I've had a few beers. And if if Tilda Swinton pulled up next to me in a Jaguar, those are nice looking cars, aren't they? She pulled up in a jaguar, talking all Britishy you know i might be tempted this this woman has uh caused me a lot of confusion since she appeared on the scene and so uh it's 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 weird being attracted to her and i am attracted to her and i would bang tilda swinton call me become a patron give me your number tilda we'll work it out so here's the thing is that i don't really understand is like every time i look at her i'm just like yeah i would but Why? I don't know why. Strangely attractive, uniquely attractive. And I think that that's what it is. I think that uh, beautiful women come and go, you know, and and in many ways, you know, it's uh, the faces can blend together. No offense, but a face like Tilda Swinton's, you don't forget that face. If you lose your virginity to Tilda Swinton, that face will haunt you for the rest of your life because (laughs) the girl who I lost my virginity to is burned in my memory for the rest of my life. In fact, every girl I've ever had sex with is burned into my memory. You know, a a lot of times I was drunk anyway. I don't remember these things. So, uh, Tilda Swinton, give me an email if you'd bang her. At MadmanFXBGPR.com. Let me get a look at myself. I'm switching over the video. Is the video looking good? The video does look good. Do you see the monkey? See what the monkeys are doing in the background? That's gross. That's gross. So I hope EK there because we're about. It's about time to get into the news worth knowing. If we end early. We end early. Alrighty, I'm going to assume that he played the clip. <laughs> no telling. We got to start a little late because there's some, uh, some, some, mortal, some sort of electrical issue at the remote studio. I'm here in my luxurious studio, home studio. Let's get into the news. Let's talk about Howard Stern for a second. Howard Stern... Suggest Trump supporters take disinfectants and drop dead. What a douche! Uh, Howard Stern, the famed radio personality, suggested Monday that President Trump supporters should take disinfectant and drop dead. "Quote: I would love it if Donald would get on if Donald would get on TV and take an injection of Clorox and let's see if his theory works," Stern said on Monday. Uh, hold a big rally, say, fuck this coronavirus and with all of his followers and let them hug each other, and kiss each other and have a big rally. Quote, a big cocktail of disinfectant, Robin Quivers uh, suggested, according to the New York Daily News. Yeah, Stern concurred. And all take disinfectant and all drop dead. At a news briefing on Thursday, Trump speculated on the effectiveness of several possible uh, treatments of the virus for the virus. Quote, is there is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or almost a cleaning? Trump suggested he's such a doofus. Uh because you see it gets in the lungs, and it does a tremendous number on the lungs. Listen to how he talks. It does a tremendous number on the lungs. People think that there's numbers in people's lungs. It's like I got a three belonged in my bronchi. I got a I got a four, it's lodged right the corner's lodged right in the bronchi. People are stupid. Uh, yeah. The president later clarified that he was being sarcastic. Bad move, Trump. Why can't you just say I misspoke your ego, my friend, your ego. Yeah. I said, I'm sarcastic. I was saying it sarcastically because reporters like you are douchebags. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing his quote. Uh, Yeah. Some poison control center saw spiking calls after his statements. Idiots. It's not based upon what he said. It's what the media said. He said, that's why people are, should, should I inject Lysol? When the fuck did he ever say Lysol? Anyway, that's a, I'm talking about Howard Stern, but Stern and Quivers later argued uh, in the show that opposition to consuming disinfectant isn't political stance. (laughs) Quote, I don't recognize any of this as being Republican. I don't recognize it as being anything political. I see it as insanity, Stern said. Uh, the New York Daily News reported. Uh, I don't know what is going on there, but I don't have a good feeling. Earlier this month, Stern said on the show that he was probably a Republican, if you really think about it. A lot of my issues, a lot of my issues that I believe in, according to the Daily News. That's right, because he's got money. What's that saying? Uh, everyone's a Democrat at first. Then they get a little bit of money and they come to their senses. I think that's true. I think that's true. So here's the thing about Howard Stern is that um, I, I don't like him. I really don't. Uh, I never liked his radio th- radio show. I think he's a douchebag. Uh, uh, similar, he's a New York douchebag, just like <laughs> Donald Trump. And so um, I don't. I don't like him. You know, I didn't like The Apprentice. You know, and I actually prefer this uh POTUS season one. I do like I I do prefer that to over the apprentice. But I uh I don't like CERN. I don't like his opinions. I don't like what he stands up for. Um but I'll defend with my life his right to say douchebag shit like this. Obviously, obviously he's not he doesn't really want people to die if people really said like howard stern said we should all die take lysol and die and they did it because they're idiot lemmings or something in some odd quirk of fate they actually did it i'm sure howard stern would feel real bad about that i'm sure he doesn't want one person to die and that's why when you take that a, uh that that nonsense rambling that Trump said and try to turn it into telling that he's telling people to eject chemicals into their body <coughs> or UV rays uh, into their body. Uh, it's, it's the media that creates any kind of death like that, because that's what they're saying that he said, I wish Trump could be a man enough <coughs> to say that he misspoke, but that's not the kind of guy we got in office. I'm sorry about that. But you can't you you, you you liberals have called us racist way too many times. And so now we got this guy in office. Sorry. Sorry. Uh so UFO video. Pentagon releases footage of unidentified aerial phenomenon, but says it's not out of the ordinary. Now I'm sure you've probably already seen uh this this footage, it's been around, it's been around for like a year. So I think Joe Rogan talked about it like a couple months ago. So the Pentagon on Monday released unclassified footage showing unidentified aerial phenomenon captured by Navy aircraft that has circulated in the public for years. Uh, The video showed UFOs that were, were initially released by the stars, stars Academy of arts and science in 2017 and 2018, and were acknowledged by the Navy. Uh, One was taken in November 2004, and two others were captured in January 2015. Uh, After a thorough review, this is a quote, after a thorough review, the department has determined that the authorized release of these unclassified videos does not reveal any sensitive capabilities or systems that does not impinge on any subsequent investigations of military airspace incursions by an unidentified aerial phenomena." the Pentagon spokesperson, uh, Sue Goh, said. Quote, D- DOD is releasing the videos in order to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage has been s- that has been circulating was real or whether or not there is more to the videos, she added. Uh, the aerial phenomenon observed that the vid- uh, in the videos remain characterized as unidentified. The 2004 incident occurred 100 miles out, uh, into the Pacific Ocean when two Navy pilots on a training mission were dispatched to investigate objects being tracked by a Navy cruiser uh, for two weeks prior. Two weeks, a cruiser tracking it the pilots found one oval shaped aircraft hovering 50 feet above the water that quickly descended and fled when they moved closer 50 feet above the water that quickly descended and fled when they moved closer it accelerated like nothing I've ever seen one pilot told the New York Times when they were on their way to rendezvous to their rendezvous point 60 miles away they were radioed by the ship that had the object uh that the object had uh Wow, that's a horrible verb verb tense. They were radioed by the ship that the object had been was there. Wow. Fox. You need some editors. And had traveled the distance in less than a minute. Sir, you won't believe it, the radio operator said. But that thing is at your cap point. Two other videos featured objects moving swiftly through the air. Dude, this is a fucking drone, bro. One pilot says on the video. We'll come back to that. Former Senator Harry Reid, Democrat from Nevada, uh, said the footage scratches the surface of research and materials uh, made available by the Pentagon. I'm glad the Pentagon is fi- is finally releasing this footage, but it only scratches the surface of research and materials available, Reid tweeted on Monday. The U.S. needs to take a serious scientific look at this and any potential national security implications. <laughs> oh, Democrats. The American people deserve to be informed. Fair enough. Uh, Yeah, the former lawmaker has been a vocal supporter of investigating UFOs. At his urging, the Defense uh, Department secretly created a program more than a decade ago to investigate UFO sightings. Last year, the Navy overhauled its process to allow uh, pilots to report sightings in an effort to destigmatize the reporting of them. Quote, there have been a number of reports of unauthorized or unidentified aircraft uh, entering various military controlled ranges and designated airspace in recent years, the Navy said at the time. As part of the effort, the Navy's updating and formalizing the process by which uh, reports of any such suspected incursions can be made to the cognizant authorities. The cognizant authorities. Hmm. The cognizant authorities are playing down at the Mercury Mercury Lounge. Uh, I know the drummer. Uh, he used to have a speed problem, but he's off it now. Uh, we met in AA, and so um, which clearly took you know, um, you know, we met in AA, and so. Uh, yeah, he had, he picked up the drums as like a way to get off off the dependency, and he got real good. And then he uh, uh, he found he found this group of guys called Cognizant Authority authorities, and uh, yeah, so I know him. We can go down, uh, we can hang out with him. Uh, he doesn't drink anymore or do any drugs, so I, I don't know how fun it's going to be. He can be drinking like Sprite all night. So, yeah, email me at madman at fxbgpr.com if you want to go see the cognizant authorities. Uh, so here's the thing about these UFO videos. Um, the first thing I have to say is that the conversation these pilots are having in the 2015 portion of the video, you, you get the audio cut, It's like, it's a fucking drone, bro. Who are these surfer boy uh, uh, Navy pilots these days? Cause uh, the way they're talking on the radio <laughs> is so unprofessional. You know, I knew pilots when I was in the Navy, and they are some arrogant motherfuckers. But, I mean, if if I ever heard one, dude, that's a fucking drone, bro. I would lose all respect for that officer. It's called military bearing. Find some. Anyway, that being said, (laughs) what the fuck are we going to do about these things? We can barely track them, you know? If if you've done any research into UFOs, you know it's like, what what can we do about it? What can we do about it? We can never catch them. We can never uh, target one. Apparently, they shut down like weapon systems if you attempt to target them. (laughs) We're going to shoot nukes at them or is it going to be like Independence Day where the nukes don't do a damn thing and we just destroy our own planet? I mean, I guess that's the only way to... Discourage alien visitors from coming to a planet is make it a shitty planet like uh, Mars or uh, Venus. And it's, well, at least Venus is beautiful. What's another shitty planet? Pluto. Well, it's not a planet. Let's go with uh, Mercury. That's a shitty planet. But here's the point. You know, if if these are interdimensional beings, if they are us from the future, if they, <laughs> if they are true aliens. It was like, what can we really do? Their capabilities are so far beyond ours. We should be happy we haven't been conquered, or have we? Because I mean, what could what could the president do? What could the military do? You know, get the joint chief of staff up there, saying, uh, "Yeah, we've been you know tracking these UFOs for years, for years, recording and collating all this data that we can get on them." And uh, their capabilities are far beyond ours. And if they choose to kill us at any moment, we don't really know what we can do about that. So uh, please try not to panic. <laughs> you kidding me? You kidding me? Well, I'll tell you one thing. is like, if, if you're more scared of UFOs, you wouldn't give a shit about the coronavirus, would you? Anyway. I don't talk about UFOs much, but I mean because i'm I'm kind of a skeptic. It's, uh, it you know there's obviously something there, there's obviously something there. Do we know what it is? No It's all perception. you know le- uh, legitimate weather balloons like uh, have been thought of as UFOs uh the you know how Asian cultures I forget which Asian culture has, they'll make these little floating lanterns. People mistake those. For, uh, you know, the lanterns, that will fill up with hot air and they will rise. Pretty cool. But people will mistake those for UFOs. There's all sorts of stuff in the air. It's a big plant. A lot of boats. A lot of drones. A lot of UFOs. <coughs> Excuse me. That's the beer talking. You want to talk about Attorney General Barr? I'm sure. I'm sure you do. It's been on your mind. You're sitting there playing with your belly button you're just thinking, I wonder what Attorney General Barr has been up to. So Attorney General Barr tells the federal prosecutors to be on the lookout for overly restrictive coronavirus shutdown orders. Yeah, so he instructed the federal prosecutors to be on the lookout. I just said that. Why is the headline always got to be your lead paragraph? That's bad writing. In a memo issued Monday, uh, Barr recognized that while some restrictions are necessary and proper for combating the coronavirus pandemic, others could go too far. If this is a quote, if a state or local ordinance crosses the line uh, from an an appropriate exercise of authority to stop the spread of COVID-19 into an overbearing infringement of constitutional and statutory protections, the Department of Justice may have an obligation to address that overreach in federal court. That's what Barr said. The attorney general noted that while in the past, the department of justice warned against orders that discriminate against religious institutions, quote, the constitution also forbids in certain circumstances, discrimination against disfavored speech. I'll back that up. Discrimination against disfavored speech and undue interference with the national economy. The justice department previously filed a statement of interest in a Mississippi lawsuit siding with a church after local officials tried to stop Holy Week services broadcasting to people sitting in the cars in the parking lot. While some states are in the process of loosening restrictions as the number of cases decreases, others remain as vigilant as ever. Protests have popped up in some areas of the country as shutdown orders have resulted in skyrocketing unemployment rate. Yeah, I'm lucky I'm still working. I hope you're still working. In a recent appearance on Hugh Hewitt's radio program, Barr said some state orders were disturbingly close to house arrest. Uh, he said that while the goal was to flatten the curve of the COVID-19 cases, the goal was largely has largely been achieved and states should now use more targeted approaches. That guy sounds smart. Barr said in his memo that he is placing uh, the head of the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division and the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Michigan in charge of coordinating the department's efforts to monitor the state and local policies and take action if needed. Quote, many policies that would be unthinkable in regular times have become commonplace in recent weeks, and we do not want to unduly interfere with the important efforts of state and local officials to protect the public, Barr's memo said. Quote, but the the Constitution is not suspended in times of crisis. That's correct, sir. President Trump was asked Monday uh, about Barr's directive. Well, if you have have to ask Attorney General Barr, but I think he wants to see, like everybody, He wants to see people get back, and he wants to see people get back to work, Trump said. He doesn't want people, frankly, he doesn't want people to be held up when there's no reason for doing it. In some cases, perhaps it's too strict. He wants to make sure people have the rights, and they maintain their rights, very importantly. It's very important. Frankly, China's been a real dick about this whole thing. (laughs) Can't wait for Trump to come out and say that. They've they've really been a douche about this whole thing. (laughs) Donald Trump, don't trust China. China, asshole. So Americans are the best. Louisiana pastor breaks house arrest to hold Sunday service amid coronavirus stay-at-home orders. Americans are the best. We love you t- Canadians, too. Don't get me wrong. You're like weird. The weird cousin. We, yeah, we still love you. Uh, the, the embattled Louisiana pastor who repeatedly flouted social. Who gets to say that often? Flouted. The embattled Louisiana pastor who repeatedly flouted social distancing measures defied house arrest by hosting a large gathering of congregants for a Sunday service in defiance of orders to stay home to limit the impact of coronavirus. Pastor Tony Spell of the life tabernacle church in Baton Rouge uh, was seen on a live stream Sunday, walking among more than a hundred congreg- congregants often repeating the phrase, I just got to get to Jesus. Come on, America, let's get back to Jesus. I imagine they'd say those kind of things in church. Uh, nearly all par- parishioners, we're not wearing face masks and social distancing was not being practiced. practiced. The Associated Press reported spell had been placed on house arrest at 9 a.m. Saturday morning after refusing to tell a judge if he'd continue to hold Sunday services. Are you going to hold them or not? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. Only with a Cajun accent. I'm, I'm not going to tell you. That's horrible. Oh, I won't do that again. Sorry, Louisiana. Uh, yeah, a Facebook live video was shared by central city news showed a pastor, play, showed the pastor playing the piano surrounded by family members inside his home, uh, a man wearing a personal protective equipment had spell signed paperwork before fitting him with an ankle monitor, <laughs> uh, quote tomorrow at 12 o'clock, my voice will be silenced for several months. He said, referring to his normal uh, Sunday service, you will not hear from me again. I promise you, I will continue to do what I do. This is not about me. This is about our religious liberties confusing there at the beginning but you you summed it up there at the end okay spell who had also been accused of nearly running over a protester with his church bus (laughs) oh man appeared before a state district judge friday but refused to clarify whether he would continue to hold in-person religious services over the weekend in defiance of democratic uh governor john bell edwards stay at home order the advocate reported these creole names judge fred Crefasi of the 19th is, is that Creole. Judge Je- of the 19th Judicial Court asked Spell if he would comply with the order that's required on uh, all, all non-essential businesses, including churches, to shut their doors and has a limited gathering of no more than 10 people. Citing Bible verse 1 Peter 3:14, Spell responded, "But, quote, but and if ye suffer for righteousness' righteousness' sake, happy are ye." and be not afraid of their terror, neither be, neither being troubled, according to District Attorney Hiller Moore third. Moore when asked a second time, spell, uh, spell remained silent, something the judge interpreted to mean that the pastor had once again failed to would hear the social distancing measures. Spell was released from parish prison. Uh, parish prison? Is it a prison near the church? Or is it just a... Interesting coincidence. Yeah, he was released from parish prison on Tuesday on a $5,000 bond, provided he refrained from any and all criminal conduct, including but not limited to strictly abiding by all the emergency orders issued by the governor of the state of Louisiana, the advocate reported. Dozens of Spells' parishioners met him in person in East Baton Rouge, dressed in their Sunday best, (laughs) arriving in church buses to show support. In a live stream from the church, images including photos from Spells' arrests as well as information for a GoFundMe account to help with the legal cost, uh, played over music uh, being performed at the church, according to the associated press. Uh, he had turned himself in after a warrant was issued for the four of the day earlier. The central police department said he was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, the church bus <laughs> and improper backing of a vehicle related to an incident. Uh, the weekend prior spell was reportedly filmed, uh, backing a church filmed oh, cameras everywhere yeah he was filmed backing the church bus towards a protester outside the church before stopping a few feet away from him according to local media reports quote that man has been in front of my church driveway for three weeks now Spell told wafb tv on monday he shoots people obscene f- sh- he shoots people obscene finger gestures and shouts vulgarities I was pulling in from my bus route, picking up black children who haven't eaten because of the sinister policy that's closed schools. I was going to approach this gentleman and ask him to leave. The the protester, Trey Bennett, told the news station that he'd been demonstrating outside the church since Easter Sunday. Uh, one of his sides, signs reads, caution, coronavirus incubator, do not enter, you may die. While uh, most churches have transitioned to a full religious, uh, virtual religious experience or services, I mean, mid the coronavirus pandemic spell continued to hold in-person services with hundreds of followers despite a stay-at-home order issued by the governor one sunday service drew an estimated of 500 parishioners spell had repeatedly claimed the stay-at-home order order violates his congregants first amendment rights last month spell was arrested and charged with six misdemeanor counts of violating the order speaking to fox news after that arrest the pastor said he was just exercising his first amendment rights as a and a mandate from jesus christ His attorney, Jeff Wittenbrink, Jeff Wittenbrink, was hospitalized two weeks ago after contracting the virus himself. One parishioner who attended services at the church reportedly died from COVID-19, reports said. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. I think the First Amendment, right to speech, right to assembly, I think that all still applies. That all still applies. If people want to do that, if they want to take that risk, that's on them. All right. You can't save people from themselves. People want to go to church. I get it. I think that if, you know, if, but if the technology is available for the safety of your parishioners, pastor, you should look into doing a more virtual experience, do more online stuff. If you can, I understand that you want to lay hands on people and touch the touch, touch their lives physically and figuratively, literally and figuratively. I get it because, you know, I don't think that, you know, this is this COVID thing is going to change the way that we uh, interact as a society. I, I said it a couple of weeks ago. Are we going to stop high-fiving, chest bumps, you know, dapping up your friends, all that stuff? You think that's all going away? Was that the whitest thing you ever seen or what? Sorry, listener. You should have seen it. Go to YouTube. Search for Shock Monkey Radio on YouTube all right um holy cow 652 all right um washing Washington state anglers that means fishermen protest fishing ban amid coronavirus outbreak that's why I used hashtag let us fish so frustrated anglers in Washington are uh, protested by boat on Seattle on a Seattle lake over the weekend Seattle Lake over the weekend Calling uh, for the state to lift its ban on recreational fish, recreational fishing fishing ugh, amid the coronavirus pandemic. Dozens in quotes. So I guess you could say like, like twenty two. If you had there if there are twenty two boats, you could say dozens. Okay. Barely. Dozens of boats gathered in Lake Union on Sunday to announce the Washington Department Fish and Wildlife ban on all recreational fishing and shell fishing across the entire state during the outbreak, K-I-R-O-7 reports. The lettuce fish rally took place one month after Governor Jay Inslee issued a stay-at-home, stay-healthy order requiring Washingtonians to stay at home unless unless out of an essential activity in the fight against the novel coronavirus. Soon after, the WDFW temporarily banned all recreational fishing in the Evergreen State. The decision had struck a nerve in the angling community, the Colombian reports, because boaters can still take the craft out on the water, but cannot cast lines to fish. Fishermen at the Sunday rally argued that social distancing is inherent to the sport itself. For, yeah, you don't want to be around other fishermen. For others, the loss of their therapeutic outlet has taken a toll of its own, angler Sean Cair said. Kair runs the nonprofit Northwest Fishing Partners, which takes uh, first responders and military personnel uh, with or at risk of PTSD and other stress-related illnesses out fishing. Yeah, but that is good for PTSD. Yeah. Quote, a lot of our members are actually in mental distress right now, he told KOMO-TV. They are wanting to know when we can go fishing again. Despite the protest, those eager to go back out on the water must simply hang tight for the time being. The WDFW has mandated that rec- recreational fishing and shellfishing harvesting activities be delayed at least until May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Coinciding with Inslee's extension of the stay home, stay healthy order until that date, the department said in a statement. That's not, that's not that far away. May 4th. Makes sense. You want, it to, you want it to get warmer, especially in the more northern states, you know. I mean, it's good that we're in Virginia and it's a you know, little, little further south yeah you know, the Southern states, I think they're gonna be doing all right as the summer goes on, you know as it starts getting warmer and warmer, warmer and warmer anyway, let's do a fun story for the last one. got five minutes left a uh, burning car pushed from taco Bell drive through by New Jersey police officer that damn fire sauce <coughs> a car close this here oh. Uh car reportedly burst into flames while sitting in the drive-thru of a taco bell in new jersey fortunately a quick thinking cop arrived on the scene and successfully pushed the vehicle away from the restaurant yeah you don't want the restaurant catching the stafford stafford i swear this country was founded by like six guys and they all named everything after themselves anyway the stafford police in new jersey released footage of the incident on twitter which shows a, a police vehicle driving up to the burning car and pushing it away from the restaurant's drive-through based on the footage. It appears that the fire began as the vehicle was near the drive-through window. <laughs> uh, hold on before I read on, before I read on about that. Um, do you think that there was an interaction between the window and the person in the car? Like, do you smell something burning? It was like Is something burning in here. Turn it around. Is it coming from in here? Then all of a sudden, the car catches fire. (laughs) Oh, man. That's a story for all of them. Anyway, so the video was captioned. uh, Officer Oler arrived just in time to assist with a vehicle fire at the Taco Bell drive-thru today. Great job, Officer Oler. O-L-E-R. I hope I pronounced that right, Officer. According to WFPG, the incident occurred at a Taco Bell in... Manahawkin on Sunday. No injuries were reported. On Facebook, the Stafford Township Volunteer Fire Company complimented the police on their handling of the flames, writing, Well done. We're st- the traffic, you know, we're, we're on our way. We're like two minutes behind. It was like two minutes. The video stops. You know what I mean? We were on our way. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Garden State restaurants are under lockdown orders due to the coronavirus pandemic. This has forced establishments to close their dining rooms, although many locations, like Taco Bell, are still serving customers through takeout, delivery, and drive through orders. Taco Bell recently announced that this is implementing seven uh, seven enhanced safety steps at the U.S. locations in response to the pandemic. These steps include contactless service and, and payment, having all employees wear gloves, ensuring that every order is sealed once it's uh, completed, practicing an industry... Uh, uh, Taco Bell app. So, um, yeah, I think that that's interesting is that a lot of these, uh, particularly like fast food places, who you know, majority of their business is through like low contact. <laughs> so people have like uh, wanted to reduce their contact with uh, f- food service employees for a long time. And so uh, I think it's good that, you know, this is why our economy has limped along is because of businesses like Taco Bell, uh, such as Taco Bell is. I'm not a fan of Taco Bell. It's okay every now and then, I guess like at 2 a.m. Yeah. yeah, too much liquor, too much Jägermeister. And you want your mouth to stop tasting like puke. Anyway, that's why I try to stay away from liquor these days. So uh, it's good that these businesses remain open, but uh, wow. Burning car, you know, and uh, I I don't know how it is. I've heard that the like car repair industry is not that it's it's hit or miss in terms of like uh uh people coming in. You know, people don't have money. You know, you may have to get work done in your car. You know, and you, you lost your job. You know, you're on whatever laid off. Whatever happens, I'm I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I'm still be able to work. I'm still able to do my. Uh, podcast, I'll still be able to do the YouTube, still be able to do the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash radio. Three bucks a month. That's like a beer. It's like one of these, one of these, like in a bar. Three bucks a month, you get access to all of our content in the, from the past and in the future, because uh, we, may, we may be ending this freebie stuff soon. i got to do some more work. I'm getting way too lazy, too fat here at home. But I just want to remind you, that this has been Shock Monkey Radio. Look for us on all sorts of social media. Uh, Yeah, I'm the madman, and I love you.